We've got answers to questions, a whole bunch of news to go through, Sailborn reports from the state of Missouri. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us today as we ranch it up. I'm your host and producer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. A big thanks goes out to our partners, Downtown Threads Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, Wrangler, K-Rose Company, Cattleman U, and Dakota Radio Group. We've got lots to cover today, crew. Here's what's on the agenda. We've got news from the Biden administration, stronger rules proposed for the Packers, beef label changes, investigations, we go to market reports, sale barn reports from Missouri, listener Collins. I tackle some of your questions. Try anyway. Market recaps. We've got a lot to cover in 30 minutes. Here we go. Cow Country News. You know, the cow stuff. Today's Cow Country News is brought to us by Wrangler. Wrangler, the official shirt and jean endorsed by the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. Our top news story. Here's the headline. Federal judge halts Biden administration program that discriminated against white farmers, saying lawsuit could be successful. The Biden administration's $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief package included several provisions that discriminated against people based on race, including one that provided forgiveness of Paycheck Protection Program loans, PPP loans, to socially disadvantaged farmers. In late April, Republican Texas Ag Commissioner Sid Miller sued the Biden administration, saying the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the USDA, violated the U.S. Constitution and Title VI of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 when it excluded farmers from the loan forgiveness program based on race. According to Courthouse News Service, they say the lawsuit says the $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan passed by Congress last month includes provisions for the forgiveness of loans to socially disadvantaged farmers and ranchers of up to 120% of the value of the loan. They go on to say it claims other federal laws limit the help for white farmers and ranchers, including the Agriculture Department being required to give preference to grant applications filed by socially disadvantaged farmers or ranchers. The lawsuit eventually included 12 farmers from nine states. More from the Biden administration, they are considering stronger rules to protect farmers and ranchers following complaints that giant meat packing companies are abusing their market power. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack addressed the complaints after a cyber attack against JBS briefly shut down nearly a quarter of the U.S. beef processing capacity, highlighting the consolidation of the nation's meatpacking industry. As cattle producers, we're suffering, we are angry, we're, we're frustrated, to put it lightly, before the disruption as the cost of burgers and steaks continue to surge in grocery stores while prices we receive for livestock, well, they barely budged. Six cattle and farm groups last month united, remember me telling you this a few weeks ago, behind demands for action to help level the playing field. In other news now, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, the NCBA, is asking the USDA to eliminate the use of potentially misleading origin labels for beef. President Jerry Bone says the use of, quote, product of the USA, unquote, might mislead consumers if beef imported to the U.S. originated in another country. 
He says we're asking or petitioning the Food Safety and Inspection Service at USDA to change the nomenclature of that label to processed in the U.S. Now, here's something easy. Just don't import U.S. beef. How about that one? Imported beef products are eligible to be labeled product of the USA if the product has been minimally processed or repackaged in a USDA inspected facility. Did you all hear that? That there is the rub that needs to change in this man's opinion. Now heading to Montana, Senator John Tester held a press conference to announce his new Meatpacking Special Investigator Act that happened late last week. Senator Tester says his new legislation is meant to prevent and address the anti-competitive practices in the meat industry. The bill will create a team of investigators within the Packers and Stockyard Division of the USDA. Senator Tester says the team will have the power to subpoena, allowing them to obtain information they need to keep meat packers accountable. The senator says the bill will help to reduce the rising prices of meat for consumers because it will add more competition. Lots going on in the newsroom, y'all. Our Weigh Em Up Sale Barn Report is brought to you by Downtown Threads, Oklahoma. Keep following us on Facebook and on Instagram. We are coming out with caps. I, I saw the first ones, and I think they're really cool, on the caps, on the T-shirts. We got a few different shirts. Really, really nice T-shirts, by the way. Sweatshirts are coming out. And a few other gifty goos in there. It's our new swag line. It is Ranch It Up Gear. Boom. Our Weigh Em Up Sale Barn Report takes us to the state of Missouri, June 6th. Through June 12th, that's the week I'm reporting on for you. Just a tick under 40,000 head, where they called the feeder steers mostly two to four dollars lower. The feeder heifers, they said uneven from two dollars lower to two dollars higher. Let's start with the feeder cattle. Got lots to report for you now from the state of Missouri. Four to four and a half weight steers, a dollar forty-four to a dollar ninety-eight and a quarter. Four and a half to five weights at a dollar fifty-one to a dollar ninety-four and a half. Five to five and a half weight steers at a dollar thirty-four to a dollar eighty-six. Five and a half to six weights at a dollar forty-three to a dollar seventy-eight. Six to six and a half weights at a dollar thirty to a dollar sixty-eight. Six and a half to seven weights at a dollar thirty-four to a dollar sixty-one. Seven to seven and a half weights at a dollar twenty-one to a dollar fifty-two and a half. Seven and a half to eight weight steers at a dollar twenty-six to a dollar forty-eight and a half. Eight to eight and a half weights at a dollar twenty-four to a dollar forty-nine and a quarter. Eight and a half to nine weight steers a dollar nineteen to a dollar forty and a half. Nine to nine and a half weights at a dollar eighteen to a dollar thirty-five. Nine and a half up to nine seventy-five weights at a dollar twenty-seven sixty to a dollar twenty-nine and a half. For the heifer mates, the fly weights. Three and a half to four weights at a dollar twenty-seven to a dollar seventy-four. I know a big range on those. Four to four and a half weight heifers at a dollar twenty-five to a dollar sixty-eight. Four and a half to five weight heifers at a dollar twenty-seven to a dollar fifty-eight. Five to five and a half weight heifers a dollar twenty-five to a dollar sixty-four. Five and a half to six weights at a dollar twenty-three to a dollar fifty-nine. Six to six and a half weight heifers, a dollar nineteen to a dollar forty-seven. Six and a half to seven weights, a dollar fifteen to a dollar forty-five. Seven to seven and a half weights at a dollar fourteen to a dollar thirty-nine and a quarter. Seven and a half to eight weight heifers, a dollar fifty and a half to a dollar thirty-nine seventy-five. And then eight to eight and a half weight heifers 
at $1.05 up to $1.28. On the slaughter cattle, choice two and three steers, weight range at $12.80 to $14.80 at $1.20 to $1.24. On the heifers, choice twos and threes, the weight range $12.35 up to $15.15 at $1.1975 to $1.2375. The way up cows, a big range. 42 and a half up to 84 and a half the way up bulls 72 all the way up to a dollar 19 bread cows 750 up to 1360 the 1360 was the really good ones with the majority of the bread cows in Missouri selling from eight and a quarter up to 1325 and that was medium to large frame cows mostly in the thousand to 1400 pound range and wrapping up with the cow calf pairs anywhere from 12 and a half up to 15 $15.50 actually for the really good ones with the majority of the cow-calf pairs selling from 1400 up to 1500 a pair. Tigger Tour 21. From rodeos to cattle sales to conventions all across the land, follow me along the Tigger Tour 21, which is proudly sponsored by Medora Boot and Western Wear. Just head online to MedoraBoot.com. I'm going to be bringing you an update in just a couple weeks and some of their specials. Now, we're going to have a recap from the Corn Belt Classic Sale that just happened a couple of days ago from Superior Livestock. That's going to be coming up next week. In addition to, as we're going through the summer, we're going to be recapping the Week in the Rockies sale from Loveland, Colorado, the Video Royale sale that's coming up in uh, August from Winnebucca, Nevada, the Bighorn Classic in the middle of August from Sheridan, Wyoming, and then we will be recapping the Labor Day sale from Hudson Oaks, Texas, I believe, is where that is going to be broadcasting from. Those are the superior sales. We are also going to be recapping the Northern Livestock video sales, the Western video sales as well. And if there are sales that you want me to look into to investigate, of course, fire me an email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. You can get a hold of me on social media. Text me at 707-726-2420, and you can call me on that number as well. Let's keep going along the Tigger Tour 21. I just got an order for fall pairs. Good, quiet fall pears got one of our listeners that is interested needs to buy some needs to fill up the pastures tell you what if you're looking for some springers i got a whole pile of them but in this case we're looking for good quiet fall pears in the preferably northeast iowa area so i will help put two and two together if i can again give me a shout at 707-726-2420 send me an email ranch it up show at gmail dot com before i turn you all loose i want to tell you about the american junior semental association and the 2021 national junior classic that is coming up june 26th through july 2nd at the nebraska state fairgrounds in grand island nebraska lot going on this summer in nebraska here in a few weeks i'm going to be telling you about the National High School Rodeo Association National Finals coming to us from Lincoln, Nebraska. That's in a few weeks. Up next, we have answers to listener questions. I start answering some of your questions. Stick around. We've got a lot more of the show. It's coming up after this. Watch RFD-TV anytime, anywhere on all your connected devices with RFD-TV now. 
Simply go to WatchRFDTV.com and sign up for just $9.99 a month or save more and pay just $89.99 for the year. You can begin streaming RFDTV live right away and have access to your favorite shows 24-7 on demand. Go to WatchRFDTV.com, sign up, and start streaming today. Everyone asks me, Tigger, where do you get your boots? What do you look for in boots? Well, for me, it's customer service and American-made boots and tack. Medora Boot and Western Wear takes care of everything I need. You can shop online at MedoraBoot.com or follow along Facebook and Instagram. Give Medora Boot and Western Wear a call and tell them Tigger sent you. Medora Boot and Western Wear, making boots great again. Hashtag Tigger approved. Get seen, get noticed. Be part of the Ranch It Up crew with the all-new Ranch It Up gear from Downtown Threads, Oklahoma. Limited edition jackets, pullovers, caps, just to name a few. Head over to our Facebook page to see the latest or mosey on over to the website, ranchitupshow.com. As Tigger says, be part of the crew. Show your Ranch It Up pride and get your gear today. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. Y'all ask for swag, we're bringing swag. Today's Cattle Battle is brought to us by Cattleman U. Did y'all sign up yet? Just head to cattlemanu.com and learn more about the live event coming up in July. Let's get it on. Cattle Battle. From just one of the many messages that I received from a listener who did not want his name mentioned, by the way, which is perfectly okay, asked me to start asking the questions regarding the universal consensus of producer groups that came together and said that we need the assistance of the Department of Justice to investigate into the meat packer pricing and the tremendous price gap between what consumers pay and what producers are receiving. To put a little pressure on to find out what's going on. He wants to know how, wants to know why, wants to know what is going on. Updates, please. I want to know them as well. My investigation starts here. I had a chance to talk with Jeff Schaefer, president of the North Dakota Stockmen's Association, and asked those questions of how, why, and what, really, what is being done. And that might be a hard question to answer. We know that there is this investigation, but what is really being done? So that's a really good question. So, you know, we've been in contact with our congressional delegation to try to put some heat on the Department of Justice and just give us an update and try to wrap up that long investigation. You know, we're well over a year into that investigation. There's been no update given. Um, we're really curious as cattle producers, is there anything illegal going on? If there is, let's address it. And if there isn't, we have to move on and, and try to find a different plan of attack for the huge price disparity we're seeing right now. So what is a plan of attack? You know, that, that's the ultimate question. So That's a tough one. I know. I know. You know, I think there's a lot of common ground. And the challenge is I don't know that anyone has any good answer right now. I think the discussion has to be had as, as to how do we how do we address this situation moving forward um, you talked about that meeting, you know, of all the leaders of the organizations, you know, a big shout out to Larry Schnell for, for calling that meeting, getting those organizations together and, you know, unity in, in the industry. I think we've got to come together. There's more that unites us than divides us. And uh, we've got to sit down and have that dis tough discussion, to try to figure out what, what can we do to fix this problem. You know, we, we know we're short on shackle space. You know, the drought earlier on closed a lot of um, plants. And when those plants close, they don't mothball them, they destroy them. And uh, we're short of shackle space right now. So that's probably the greatest challenge right now within the industry. 
and we are not even close to being caught up of where we are or where we need to be, excuse me, in terms of what is being processed on a weekly basis. I'm talking chain speed. I'm talking physical harvesting of critters on a daily, weekly basis. We are, we're not even close. So here's what's happening is, I don't want to say a perfect storm, but, you know, by golly, we're at a, a situation where feeders who are uh, ultimately the most sensitive to what is happening right now, they've got to pay $8 corn to keep these calves on feed, but they got to go. They're ready. We have to process these cattle, but we don't have the space. Let me take that back. We do have the space, but we can't process them fast enough. You're right, you know, so on everything that I'm reading and hearing is, you know, thank goodness we have the Saturday kill, and without the Saturday kill, we would not be as current as we are. And, uh, you know, COVID brought some unique challenges to the industry, and, and uh, you know, workers were, were sick or out, and uh, that was a challenge. So if, if someone's not in that chain, you got to train a new person in there. And there's been challenges on all segments of this industry through this COVID pandemic, much less everything else that's been going on. Me, as a cattle producer, I also have my opinions. I'm bleeding the same blood in the same mud, as you mentioned during your presentation just a few minutes ago. But ultimately, when we're getting behind and we're voicing our frustrations, there too, I encourage people, help with the solution. Add something. Voicing frustrations is one half. The other half is come with us and assist in trying to, to bring a solution together. Oh, absolutely. You know, get involved, have that discussion, you know, become a member of, of an association, you know, together. Uh, strength in numbers truly is um, you and our voices on an individual basis aren't near as strong as, as an association. So, so get involved, have your voice heard, you know, address some of these concerns. And, and ultimately, the goal is to come up with a solution to this. You know, my dad has always said this price disparity has been there, you know, per day of ownership. He always said, you know, one segment of that industry has always been able to garner more profit than the other on per day of ownership. Jeff Schaefer, thanks so much for the time. Band together with fellow producers and let's narrow these gaps once and for all and finally get it done. You want more information? Just reach out, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. More to come after the break. Crew, we've been talking about this for the past several weeks, so I have this question for y'all. Are you ready to increase the profitability of your operation? Absolutely, the answer is yes. Then don't miss Cattlemen U Live, hosted by K-Rose Company in Bozeman, Montana, July 22nd through the 25th. Cattlemen U Live offers four days of interactive workshops, cattle handling demonstrations, and industry tours. Now, whether you're trying to start your own operation, maybe joining the family ranch, or looking to expand your herd, Cattlemen U Live will give you the education and support you need to succeed. Less than 100 tickets are available. That's it. So get yours today and don't miss Cattlemen U Live in Big Sky Country. I'm so excited for this. Visit www.cattlemanu.com backslash cattleman-u-live for more details or to order your tickets. Cattlemen U Live in Bozeman, Montana. You asked for it, you got it. Watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. 
Hold tight. Before I say fairly well, I need to answer a question from a listener, and quite frankly, a question that I can only assume others have had as well. Todd in Georgia asked, where can he catch up on older episodes of Ranch It Up? Well, Todd, I got news for you. Each and every one of our episodes is archived at ranchitupshow.com. Just click on the episode link, and it takes us to all of our past shows. Ranchitupshow.com. Shaley Stewart with Cattle Market News and DTN. Shaley, this has been kind of a big movement here when we recap. Last week, boxed beef prices, they were just a tick lower. Uh, I know you're going to know the date on it exactly. I would bet dollars to donuts. You know that. But they were a tick lower in the last, what, two, three months? Is that right in that time frame? Okay, got it. Absolutely. You nailed it, my friend. Like you said, it's kind of odd to talk about because we've just gotten so used to and so accustomed to saying box beef prices are higher. Yeah. Beef demand is excellent. Right. And just because and the prices, beef prices you and I are making are terrible. Yay. <laughs> and then the reality sets in. <laughs> right. Yes, you you are right on that essence. But yes, so for the for the first time since March 19th, box beef prices averaged lower last week than what they had, like I said, since the week ending March 19th. And so I just want to clarify to people, because I know that a lot of times when we hear lower or higher, those are really stimulating words. So when we hear that box beef prices were lower, we, we kind of kick ourselves without even realizing that we're doing so and say, oh man, that stinks. You know, box, you know, beef demand isn't all that great. We're seeing consumers turn away from the market the counter and the marketplace but that's not true we always expect a seasonal top sometime around the memorial day week and so this is just seasonal this is how the market ebbs and it flows and it trades and so just because we're seeing prices veer lower after making exceptionally high marks that doesn't mean that beef demand is uh lacking because realistically both domestically and internationally beef demand is phenomenal so yes you're right tigger we did see beef demand closed lower last week, average lower last week. And so then that brings in a whole new slew of questions. I know that you are one that likes to really watch feeder cattle prices. And then obviously because of that, you watch fat cattle prices because you know that you're not going to be taken care of if feedlots aren't taken care of. And, and then so obviously now- after that, Tigger loses his bloody mind and gets mad and has to come take, <laughs> you know, four days to come down from losing my melon. <laughs> Well, thankfully, that's why you have Beck. She helps you keep your melon on the stand. So, exactly. But exactly. So now with this new trend, now now with this new, I guess I should say, scale lower in prices. We wonder how that's going to affect the cash cattle market. How is the box beef market going to etch lower? Is it going to be in a drastic chop 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 in price? Is it going to simply scale lower, you know, steadily a buck here, a buck, two bucks there, week in and week out? And then how is the cash cattle market going to trade in that as well? So we have a lot of questions. And um, honestly, time will be the best indication of an answer because we don't know how it's going to segue lower. But nevertheless, I I know that box beef prices were a headline last week and and they will be for the weeks ahead. But we also have some exciting feeder cattle news to, to talk about too, my friend. Action, movement. There's some things happening, you know, superior livestock where where we've got sales going on as we speak. So talk to me, Goose. 
Absolutely. So, you know what? I know so many producers are trying to juggle the balls on the marketplace. We have drought, we have high feed prices, but yet we know that we have stellar beef demand and we have a smaller cow herd than what we've been accustomed to in the past few years. So how are you supposed to take the negative and weigh it against the positive? And that's where we're going to turn to the market and say, talk the talk and we'll walk the walk and we'll figure out what these prices are. And so, like you said, we're, we're really excited to see where Superior's averages come out with the Corn Belt Classic. You know, they sold right at 51,000 head of cattle. It was a great sale. And in the weeks to come, we're going to be excited to see how Northern does with their early mm-hmm, summer special. Right. And then obviously, uh, Western Video Market will cover all those sales here with Tigger, as we always do. And we'll make sure to get you those prices. But last week throughout the marketplace, you know, the corn market kind of took a tumbling. I mean, it's much like the be- like the box beef prices. I'm saying it's lower, but it's still absurdly high for what we're accustomed to. But, but nevertheless, the corn markets felt some pressure. So that gave the feeder cattle market an opportunity to rally. And throughout the marketplace, some buyers are starting to say, you know what, I think I can make these cattle work. I think I can make this pen work. I think I can make this group work given my circumstance, given my feedlot, given my scenario. And so throughout the countryside, feeders were called anywhere from 2 to $4 higher. And realistically, there aren't many calves in the marketplace right now, unless, unless, unless you are in one of those high drought uh, counties or parts of the states, let that be North Dakota, let that be some parts of Montana, and basically anywhere in those cow-calf, you know, highly, highly sought-after cow-calf areas, you're seeing a lot of those cows honestly come to the marketplace with spring calves already, and, you know, they're they're being uh, separated, and so you, you do see some spring calves in the markets there, but as a whole, we haven't really seen that market be tested yet. Shaley Stewart with Cattle Market News and DTN, inspiring the uninspired week in (laughs) and week out. I always appreciate it. And I'm going to say, Shaley, I know we're getting close of when your family will be expanding. And I'm just going to say, darn it, you and Jimmy look great. I mean, really. I mean, you guys look fantastic. And we're we're so excited to uh, there being a new addition to the crew. I'm just going to go publicly and say, you guys look great. Well, thank you. I'm very happy to say that not only is my pant size grown through this pregnancy, but his has as well. So it's made it a little easier. So thank you. I appreciate you and Beck as always. And we'll chat soon. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. And now my famous last words brought to us by Ranch House Coffee. I want to say a big happy Father's Day to all of the dads out there and those men who act as a positive role model for others. Happy Father's Day. And that is going to wrap it up for today, crew. A big thanks to our guests, Jeff Schaefer with the North Dakota Stockmen's Association and Shaley Stewart with Cattle Market News and DTN. Our partners, Downtown Threads Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, Wrangler, K Rose Company, Cattleman U, and Dakota Radio Group. And crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at ranch it up show our email ranch it up show at gmail.com you can call us 24 7 at 707-726-2420 you can text us at 707-726-2420 spread the good word and join us again next week it's always tigger approved stay ranchy and ranch it up <laughs>